Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking With The Animals, a podcast about all things animal communication. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Now today, thanks to listener Ella on Facebook, we're covering how animals communicate pain. And this is one of the most underdiagnosed, overlooked aspects of animal communication and animals in general. Animals do not show pain in the same way humans are, quite the opposite. They're stoic because you go back to their genes. A dog or a cat is not going to show pain. A dog will be killed off by the other members of the pack. A cat that shows pain will get got by another predator. A horse that shows pain will be ousted from the herd. You know, survival, it's pretty not. It's very effective, but it's not politically correct and it's not pretty. And that's where our animal's DNA comes from. Um, one of the biggest things I hear is, oh, yeah, he's not that bad. He's still eating. Well, if you're in so much pain, you don't want to eat. That's that's no way to go. And just because our animals are stoic doesn't mean they should have to be. Many horses have problems with saddle fit or they're grumpy when you go to rug. They don't want to be caught in the paddock. Poor fitting bits, nose bands, all these sorts of things. And so many horses wind up at the knackers with so-called behavioral problems that stem from pain. If your horse or any animal is playing up, the first thing you need to do is stop and check for pain. Many cats um, have undiagnosed pain and I often think cats get a rougher time than dogs purely because of the amount of jumping and so forth they do, much more than a dog. Now, a lot of cats will suddenly become what I call camels. They won't get up to drink regularly, so when they do, they'll have a big drink because moving hurts. A lot of people will comment, oh, I hadn't realized after you treated, until after you treated my cat that they're jumping back up on the bed or the couch or the, there might be the kitchen bench top that they hadn't been on for a while. These are sorts of things. That's your animal showing pain. Uh, some cats will have what I call a GT stripe. It looks like they've got a little GT stripe down their spine where the hair's standing up. Um, in a dog, you call it hackles. With many, many cats, that's nerve pain. Cats that over-groom, that's nerve pain in a lot of cases. Um, dogs with lick granulomas where they'll chew themselves silly on a front leg, that's often due to a pinched nerve in the neck because when your neck is out, your fingertips go numb. You'll rub at it, the dog will lick. Dogs that are 
panting for a long time after a walk or pacing at night and panting that won't settle. Often it's pain, dogs that are slow to rise, and particularly with the really cold weather we're having at the moment, where, you know, the old saying, oh, I know it's going to rain, I can feel it in me bones. Well, bones actually do feel it, and a lot of older animals really do notice it. Uh, Dog coats are actually a really good thing and can be worth a painkiller a day. If you're at all stiff and sore and you get cold, you lock up. Putting a coat on a dog at night, particularly if you're in a place that's not got central and it's only got heating in a couple of rooms, the house will often drop down. And yes, they might have their own obvious fur coat, but often that's not enough. And if you are going to get a dog coat for night, make sure it's slightly too big and put it on very loosely because you want it to cover the whole of their back legs. And of course, it rides up and you want plenty of room between the dog and the belly strap and the chest strap. Otherwise, you're going to get constricted. And imagine you sleeping in tight jeans. It's not comfortable. Dogs that don't want to jump, that's quite um, common. They're reluctant to get in or out of the car. And that's because it hurts to jump. You get a dog that's got neck pain, for example. He or she isn't going to want to jump out of the car because jumping down jars the neck and goes through the spine. So if it's a small dog, lift it in and out. If it's a large dog, use a ramp. And if the dog's 70 or 80 kilos and you can't get a ramp big enough, at least back your car up or put it, if it's an SUV, or put it right up against the curb so that they're getting off onto the nature strip rather than onto the road. That's an extra three or four inches less. Plus grass is often softer to land on than concrete. And with a lot of um, dogs with that are older, I find raising the water bowl makes a big difference because if your dog's having balance problems and particularly if he or she has a sore neck, they're not going to want to drop their head that much to drink. And the amount of people that have said to me, oh, since I've raised the water bowl, they're drinking twice as much. You do not want your animal restricting his or her liquid intake because of pain. Dogs that suddenly don't want to be groomed, or cats for that matter, and horses, if all of a sudden they've been very happy to be groomed and now they're snapping if it's a horse when you're brushing the flanks, start thinking of gut pain and ulcers. Dog doesn't want to be touched at the back end. It's not behavioral. Many, many times it's pain. And while some dogs are very, very happy when people realize that they're in pain to have massages and so forth, others are not. And this is um, really where communication comes into its own, because if you can get straight from the animal what where it hurts, it's going to make a big difference as to how quickly you can get on top of things. And dogs and cats if they're sore and arthritic, don't have super slippery flooring because if they're slipping and sliding when they're walking or sliding as they go to get up, it hurts. Put down carpet runners. Horses, 
lot of horses, uh, as they get older, struggle to be shod because it hurts to have their legs stretched out to the angles that the farrier needs to hold to put the shoes on. Be aware the horse isn't being nasty if it suddenly starts bucking between transition to trot to canter. Quite often that's sciatic nerve pain. If a horse is switching its tail and carrying on while you're girthing it up, that's not behavioural. There's a reason for it. So instead of blaming the horse, which so many people do, stop and sort out why. Start looking for the little things before they become big things because the earlier you get on top of stuff, the more proactive you are, the happier both you and your animal friend are. And please remember, if at any time you're unsure, go to your veterinarian or animal body worker or both and check it out. If a dog suddenly snaps at a family member, quite often that's pain. And in many cases, that's the first indication the family members have had that that dog is sore. So please, if you're at all unsure, always, always, always get it checked by your vet or healthcare practitioner. Your animal will thank you for it. And remember too, there's an awful lot you can do with diet and supplements. There's a lot you can do to be proactive and your animal friend will thank you for it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking With The Animals. Please remember to like and subscribe. And if you've got any questions or any topics you would like me to cover in a future episode, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, until next time, talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking With The Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator CST and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.